You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 271. Today, we're discussing the bizarre habits of a multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. So, stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and I've built a multiple seven-figure internet business that offers the financial freedom to do what I want, when I want. And I'm the first to say that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for your success. So, how do you build a thriving business from the inside out? Now, with over 3 million downloads, this is the Mind Your Business Podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? James Wedmore here. Thank you so much for tuning in to another Monday edition here on the Mind Your Business Podcast. Oh, it's so good. I'm excited for today. I hope you're excited. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, we're going to talk do something a little different today. I guess it's a little different because I get asked this question all the time. People asking me about my habits, things I do, and I'm a weird guy. This episode comes with a pretty big disclaimer. I'm a weird guy. I mean, I'm normal by my standards, but I'm weird by most people's standards, but we're all weird. I think as entrepreneurs, we are all weird. Let's just own our weirdness for a moment, please. Um, I'm going to share with you a list of some of the weirdest, bizarre habits that I have in my life because, and these are things I've just, some I've been doing them for a long time. Some you just start picking up over time, but I realize, you know, like, yeah, today my life is a little just weird in general. It's a little different than most people's lives. And so there's some things I do differently. And um, we're, you're going to hear some rants. You're going to hear some things I've never talked about before. It's going to be a good one. But anyways, before we get into all that, I want to update you with a few things. First of all, I want to thank, give a shout out to some of our listeners who've been leaving some reviews. So really, that means a lot to us. We share these at our team meeting every Monday. So a bunch of reviews have been coming in. So here's one from Sarah1571 who labeled this podcast Game Changer. She said, if you're an entrepreneur and you're not listening to this podcast, why aren't you listening to this podcast? That's a great question. <laughs> also, we had an audio submission from Greta at Langdale Beauty who said... <laughs> Hey, James, Greta here. Just wanted to let you know that I really appreciate your podcast and appreciate you showing up continuously. It's helped me a lot in my business, and I'm so grateful that I was able to find you by Tara, the Lashpreneur. So thank you again. Have a great day. So thank you, Greta, and thank you to every single person that has been leaving a review or giving me some sort of shout out, feedback kind words, supporting words in my Instagram DMs. I read every single one of those and it means the world to me. And it's really fun. It's really fun that we can like broadcast this message out to thousands of people. There's so many people that are listening every single week and then I get to chat with you throughout the week. It's, it's really fun and enjoyable for me. And I wanna do something that we haven't done yet which is if you haven't shared a review yet, I want to incentivize you. Here's how this is gonna work. So I think by now most of you guys know that I coach a lot of entrepreneurs at many different levels. Some pay me forty to $50,000 to work with them. Um, these are seven and multiple seven-figure entrepreneurs and uh, it's something I absolutely love. And I do a lot of coaching in my virtual programs as well. And so what we've done is we've put something together, my team has done this, this is really cool, where they went through like just went back through some of the best coaching moments that I've had in my courses and programs. And my team identified the top eight blocks 
that are holding entrepreneurs back and turned that into an entire video training on me coaching through real entrepreneurs just like you through each of these eight blocks that hold us back. These are like the deep rooted fears and like stuff that just like feels like we're driving with the with the parking brake on where you just like you're moving but you're not going anywhere, right? And we put this training together in a free like video catalog that we want to give you absolutely free. So here's how this is going to work. This is really cool. So our dream right now, we set a lot of goals in the business and you know, goals are awesome, right? So our dream is to reach a lot more people with this podcast, get this message out to even more people. And what's so cool right now is we have so many people listening that aren't even entrepreneurs. They just like hearing the message, which I love that too. So one of the ways that we do that is through all the rankings and algorithm stupid stuff inside of iTunes. You got to play the game, right? And getting those reviews really helps. So our team has set a goal of wanting to reach 1,200 reviews by July 29th. That's about a month from now. And to give you context, we're at just shy of 700. So that's like 500 and some change reviews in about a month. That's a big lofty goal that we've created, but we want you to help us in that and we wanna make it worth your while. So we're gonna send you this free training on how to dissolve, let go, and destroy these eight blocks, even if you just have one of them that could be preventing more sales, more revenue, more reach, more impact in your business. And we wanna give that to you absolutely free. So here's here's how this works. All you do is you gotta write an honest review, you know, and we're not asking you for to say anything, just be honest about the review. Any review works. If you don't like it, great. You can let us know you don't like it. That's fine. And before you submit it, just take a screenshot before you press that submit button and you're just going to send it to Rose on our customer support team. Our email is customersuccess at jameswedmore.com. One more time, that's customersuccess at jameswedmore.com. As soon as we get that screenshot in, we're going to just send you an instant download link to this mini training program on how to remove these eight blocks that are preventing you from growing and scaling and reaching more people. But that's not all. As soon as we hit that 1200 reviews, whenever that comes in, we're going to do a massive giveaway with all those people. If that's you that, you know, send in your screenshot and we're going to do a raffle and we're going to give one lucky winner a grand prize of a pair of Apple AirPods, which I love my AirPods, a year supply of 90X gold planners and a set of our famous what we call business angel affirmation cards. So this is going to go to our grand prize winner. Plus, we have a couple of consolation prizes as well. So all you got to do is write a review on iTunes email that screenshot, you know, just to show proof, customer success at jameswilmer.com. Boom, done, right? We'll take care of the rest. Now, if you already have submitted a review, if you could just go to iTunes and take a screenshot and say, hey, that was me, I did this, boom, well, you can get entered as well. So we want everybody to participate. This is our way of, you know, incentivizing you for sharing your thoughts because it helps the ranking. It helps us get our podcast into the ears of more listeners worldwide. And we really appreciate that. We're just having so much fun with this podcast, getting incredible guests, sharing just like awesome stuff and, and getting to hear your feedback every week just means the world to me. I mean, we're 270 something episodes into this baby. And I'm like, let's do 270 more. So thank you so much. And we really appreciate all of those reviews. Also, I want to give you two other updates before we get into today's episode. As I talk in my morning TV radio voice. The first is that every Tuesday, I'm now doing a new segment over on the Grams, the Instagrams called Coaching Over Coffee. I'm really trying to work on a jingle here. Where it's like, coaching over coffee. Yeah. Basically what this is, 
inspired by my dear, dear friend that you guys all are now friends with, Jasmine Starr. She was on the podcast about two weeks ago for a whole week. Couldn't even get enough of her. She's amazing, isn't she? If you haven't listened to her episodes, please go do that. So she inspired me to do this, which I just love. It's called Coaching Over Coffee. And basically every Tuesday, I'm just going to, as soon as I get up, as soon as I press go on pouring that Insta cup of coffee in my Nespresso, I'm going to also press go, press live on my Instagram account where I take one person who's there joining me, which could be you, live with me. I bring them on live on my Instagram live broadcast thingy-mabobber, and we do an impromptu coaching session one-on-one right there. It's almost like no one else is listening. It's just you and I, boom. And we've done two so far and the feedback has been amazing. The two people that we've had on, and you just got to listen to these one, even if you can't make it live. I've just shared like incredible feedback from like the shifts that have happened since being on the call. So this is something you're not going to want to miss because not only do you have a chance to get live free coaching from me every Tuesday, but even if you're not picked, the breakthroughs, the insights, the knowledge, the value you'll get from just observing these coaching conversations, you just can't put a price on because it's so valuable. These are like the little minor shifts that make the big difference for us in our performance as entrepreneurs. So that's coaching over coffee. Every Tuesday morning, I don't give a time because I don't want to commit to a specific time because this will get into one of our weird habits. I don't have an alarm. I don't use an alarm. Do you use an alarm? I don't use an alarm. So whenever I get up in the morning, is basically when I do it. And right now, that's roughly, I roughly start this around seven, between 6.45 to 7.45 is kind of the rough range. So I wish I had a specific time to tell you. I know that makes things more convenient for you, but I don't because I like to do my business by my design. (laughs) Okay, so, but that's every Tuesday. And I don't know how long we're gonna do it, but we'll definitely do it next Tuesday. The last update I wanna give you before we get into today's episode is something really exciting we're doing. I'm doing a brand new, never before done like this before workshop, a virtual workshop. It's a two-day workshop called Nail Your Niche. Maybe you've seen an ad for it. Nail Your Niche. And it it's basically a $300 workshop. Now until like the 5th of July, you can get it for one third of the price, 97 bucks. Now, here's the thing. What we've seen is so many entrepreneurs that are called to this work. They want to create courses. They want to have a group coaching or maybe a membership or, or a workshop or live events or something, right? But how many of you get stopped, stalled, or hesitate because you're not clear on your niche? In other words, who you serve and how you serve them. Why me? Who me specifically positioned in the marketplace as the unique specialized authority, right? And I'm telling you this right now, until you figure that out, this is going to be a very uphill battle because when you don't know your niche, you don't know who you're talking to. When you don't know who you're talking to, you don't know what to say or how to say it. You don't know what you're offering. Everything becomes generalized. Everything becomes broad and broad, generalized, intangible copy and messaging is the lowest performing type of copy. When you're trying to be everything to everyone, you end up being nothing to no one. And I want to solve this for you right now. If this is you in any sense, in other words, if you're not 100% confident. If you're not on a scale one to 10, a 10 in the level of confidence, clarity, and certainty of who you are here to serve and how you serve them, you need to be on this workshop. It's 97 bucks, folks. And here's the deal. It comes with an amazing guarantee. This is a two-day workshop. It's a couple hours on a Saturday and a couple hours on a Sunday. You can all afford to give me some of that time so I can help you. If at the end of that workshop, you don't walk away with a level of 10 clarity of who you serve and how you serve them, You just let me know and I will give you your money back. 
you have nothing to lose and you can keep the training. There is nothing to lose here. But the real question we got to be looking at is how much longer can you sustain your business without knowing with absolute clarity what your niche is? Because the fact is, is if you don't know what you're known for, then how will anyone know who you are? We got to nail your niche. We got to get this down out of the way so we can move on because once you do, oh, it's like it's like the whole universe aligns and conspires to help you. It's like now you've made the decision about what you're here to do and I absolutely do believe, everybody listening here, okay, this is where I operate from, that every one of you, if you can hear my voice right now, even if you were doing the dishes or making coffee, you hear my voice, you're listening to this podcast. There is something you were put here to do. It's time you step into that. It's time you get clarity on what that is. You weren't put here by accident. You're not an afterthought. There is work that you're here to do. It's time to figure out what that is and it's time to do it. So businessbydesign.net forward slash niche or niche or whatever you want to call it. N-I-C-H-E. We'll link that up in the show notes. We'll be talking about it on the Instagrams and the Facebooks and all that type of stuff. Come join me. It's going to be awesome. You got nothing to lose because if you, if it doesn't work for you, if you're still like, nope, sorry, don't know, don't know what my niche is. Don't know what my calling is. Great. We'll just give you your money back. No questions asked. Keep the training for life. Okay. Boom. All right. Enough of that. Let's get into today's episode. I wanted to do something a little bit differently. I wanted to talk about some of my weird and bizarre habits. I kind of already mentioned one of them, which is that I don't have an alarm. I don't know if that's weird to people. I definitely don't have an alarm. Sleep is extremely important to me and it should be extremely important to you. In fact, one of my habits is I will command my subconscious mind before I go to bed to to have the deepest, most restorative, restful sleep I possibly can. So there's one of my habits right there. I will just command my subconscious mind. It's just like making a request to myself to have the deepest, most restful, restorative sleep so that I can wake up in the morning fully, fully rested, fully restored and ready to just kick ass in the day. I also will also make a command in my subconscious mind to remember my dreams. And I keep a dream journal. Do you keep a dream journal? We had a really cool guest on the show, J.M. DeBoard. This is episode 177. This is like 100 episodes ago on all about the power of your dreams, the meaning that your dreams have and how to interpret your dreams. So I keep an Evernote file of all my dreams and I try and write them down every single day. And sometimes they just like pop in your brain like halfway through the day and someone says something it triggers the memory but if you can make a habit of first thing in the morning whenever you get out of bed like have something there to write them down now i like to use my phone because we keep our phone with us throughout the day and sometimes i you know i don't want to have like a journal oh and then i forgot and then it's somewhere else or something so i like to keep them all in an evernote file and i title my dreams so that i can actually go back and be like dream about airplane crashing right Oh, and it's so good. And then I'll go back and I'll reflect on them every once in a while. Okay, so there was just an example of one of my weird habits. By the way, as I share all of my my habits, this is just me kind of sharing. You obviously like, you know, I'm not saying you got to go do all the weird things that I do, but I'm just sharing what I do. But here's what I'd love to do is, do you have a weird habit? Do you have something that's really weird that would be like really interesting to share that you do? Please uh, send me a DM and let me know 
on Instagram. Or if you want to screenshot this episode, do a story and share one of your weird habits on your Instagram account. Just make sure to tag me. That would be awesome. Okay. So let me get into to some of these. So first we're going to start with this kind of theme and it's going to get a little weird here for a second, but I believe that we are being brainwashed. I believe that our mind, our, our awareness and our attention is of utmost importance. And what you give your attention to in your life is critical that we need to be so mindful of more than anything. And there's like stats. And here's one from Dr. Bruce Lipton. He's, he wrote the book, the biology of belief. Some of you guys have read that right. Fantastic book. And he said the subconscious mind can process over 20 million bits of information in a single second. Now, this is the subconscious mind, which means it's really outside of your conscious awareness. So you don't know that you're bringing in all of this information. You don't know it. If you did, it would be conscious. Okay. And there's actually like really fun studies that have done where they've they've been able to take people into a hypnotic state and have their subconscious mind recall memories, events, and exact word for word conversations that the conscious mind had no memory of. Okay, so they're able to like scientifically prove how much information is coming in. It's like you're this big giant walking sponge. And that's kind of what I want you to like imagine for a moment. Here's this big walking sponge. And every time you turn on the TV or look at a billboard or the radio, like it's just, that's all coming in. All these messages, all this info, all this energy coming in, even if you're not aware of it consciously, it's still coming in. Yet the conscious mind can only process about 40 bits of information per second. Now, to me, the numbers aren't, what, what does a bit mean? I don't even know. Like, what, what is a measurement of a bit? I'm not really 100% certain, but to me, it's the ratio. It's the ratio here that's worth recognizing and acknowledging that 40 bits in your conscious awareness, this is what you think reality is. 40 bits compared to 20 million bits. That is a big big jump. That's a big jump. And so why I'm sharing this is that one of the most bizarre theme of habits, but I think most critical habits is realizing that there is, I mean, to just kind of say it in almost a conspiracy way, like there is a war on to like hijack your mind. And if you're not careful of what information you let become absorbed by both your conscious and subconscious, we are basically brainwashed to a major extent. Okay. So that brings me Knowing that as a fact brings me to my first set of bizarre habits, which hopefully isn't even bizarre. Like I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs in the same way. I watch zero TV, no TV, no, are you kidding? No TV, no commercials and no news. I mean, I can get into a whole rant with the news. Now people come up with big arguments and I, I've had all these arguments with my dad over the years and it's so funny. It's like, we got to stay informed. I'm just, you know, Gonna, gonna share right now that I have not watched the news for a long time. Now, I will tell you like some things that I do, but we'll get to those in a second. But no news for a quite considerable amount of time. And I'm okay. I've made it. I've survived on this planet without being that informed. Okay. Now, I do have like some news sources. And one as, that I actually enjoy is over on Instagram. It's an account called Jerry News. They post like once a day. And they're just like, you know, like the most important events that are happening in the world. And I can just read a quick snippet of it. But here's one of the biggest reasons why I'm just going to say no to news. And 
Oh man, I just, it, this does get some people fired up. So I just want you to notice if this is getting like, no, you need to watch the news. Cause I just see a lot of people doing that. But here's, here's a couple of things. First of all, there is in the way we are hardwired in the brain and like the whole reptilian survival based brain is that things that appear as a threat to us get our attention. Imagine like you're walking through a forest and you start hearing a growling in the bushes. Would you ignore that growling or would all of your attention go to the growl? Right? Oh my gosh. That's basically what the news does. They know that. They know that the only way, because they have dwindling numbers, right? That they can get your attention and keep it is if they scare the crap out of you. So all they do is put fear, you know, like three things you're already eating that's probably killing you tonight at 11. And they say it with a smile. You're, <laughs> you're killing yourself and you didn't even know tonight at 10. Don't forget to tune in. What is your brain? Oh my gosh, I gotta know. Right? It's fear mongering hype. And then it creates this massively distorted view of how ugly, how bad, how horrible the world is. And just notice how you feel when you watch the news, how, you know, wronged you feel, how justified we need to be in the principle and the, oh my gosh, and this, can you believe people? And can you believe this is happening? And what is that doing to your energy? It puts you in such a lower vibration, negative state. I hope I'm like preaching to the choir. I really am. But James, I need to stay informed. Not not with 99% of the stuff they're saying. They're talking about some tragic, awful thing that happened like 50 miles from you and that stuff happens. Okay. And then you're just, you go to bed that night, like miserable and what's, oh, what's happening to the planet? You know, what's wrong, right? Instead of focusing on any of the good, because it's the good stuff that doesn't make it on the news. And you know that, right? And again, we're bringing all this stuff even on a subconscious level. And it's really like creating our reality that the world is a bad place. The people are bad. It's a scary, dangerous place. And we should be scared all day, every day. Great. Let that be your reality because you create your reality. Your thoughts create your reality. But how much are you just letting the news or whatever you're bringing into your brain when you turn on our idiot box determine your thinking, which determines your reality. So no TV no news and no commercials either. Oh my goodness. The amount of commercials and noise and look, cause every commercial is just going to tell you, you have a problem and you haven't been able to solve it and we're going to solve it for you. And we're just a magic pill. Right. When I cut that all out of my life and that was years ago, I hope there's a lot of people here, but please let me know too. If this, you're like, yes, I'm TV free. I notice an immediate difference. Okay. So now this is me getting my unbrainwashing myself. This is, this is me like getting a fear-free diet from my brain as much as I possibly can. So the next thing I do is, is really try and avoid that anywhere else like Facebook. Oh my gosh. The Facebook newsfeed. That's my next habit. I refuse to go in there. I do not go in the Facebook newsfeed. Now we use Facebook in business. I use Facebook advertising and we have Facebook groups for our customers. So I will go straight to those. But the problem with the Facebook newsfeed is that it's all based on an algorithm and the algorithm is based on, you know, the most engaged in comments and reactions and all that stuff. And the things that get the most engagement, you know, conversation and blah, blah, blah is sadly. And, you know, some people aren't going to like this, but deal with it because it is what it is, is when people are all like totally playing victim, complaining, you know, they're offended, they're upset, they're angry, all of that stuff. You're not going to believe what happened to me today, Right. That's what you're then just feeding into your mind. Oh my goodness, I can't, I'm so angry too now, right? Why? 
when you realize how important where you put your attention is, how important your, your thinking is, and how important your emotional state is, you would never spend a second getting hooked by people's drama. And most of them are just like complete strangers that you kind of know you like met in an event two years ago. And now they're telling you about how the barista at their coffee shop mispronounced their name and put the wrong thing into their mocha froca cappuccino thing. Oh my goodness. That's awful. I'm so offended, right? Why? Why waste your power on this? Why waste your energy on this? Please don't. So I have a Facebook free diet, TV, no commercials, no news diet. Now, like I said, I do follow that one news account, Jerry News. I really like it. I just like, oh, cool. That's good to know. It's very, it seems very neutral versus where most news is not neutral. And then we're not going to get into all the conspiracies, of course, of like how few organizations actually own and control the news and the message that's going out. By the way, fun side note fact, even the, the word conspiracy theory was actually a word created by the CIA. And I think about the 50s, 60s. I think it was in the 60s, they created the term conspiracy theory in order to belittle and discredit anybody that wanted to challenge the government and the media. By the way, you can just go look that up. What's the origin of the term conspiracy theory? Have you ever noticed today when anybody says something that kind of counters the status quo of how the masses think? Oh, here you are, another conspiracy theory. It actually belittles and discredits an opposing view. That term was manufactured by the CIA in order to do that that very intention. Pretty interesting fun fact there, right? So I don't want to be brainwashed by what what is the, the narrative being told to everybody because it's influencing your thinking more than you realize. All right. Are these too weird for you guys? Not yet? You want to go weirder? Okay. Uh, here's some interesting things about my phone. We'll switch to habits around my phone. I don't answer my phone. Uh, if anybody calls now, if like family or close, close friends call, of course I answer my phone, but most is done through text. I don't like wasting time talking on the phone, so I don't do it. Is anybody else like that? I also don't listen to voicemail. If you were to call me, my voicemail literally says you've reached the voicemail of James Wedmore and let's face it. It's 2019 who uses voicemail. Do not bother leaving a voicemail. I will not check it. Send me a text. Voicemails become obsolete. There's no need for a voicemail. So I won't spend a minute checking my voicemail. Why? Just send me a text. You're probably going to say it faster in a text anyways. Or even a voice chat is like better than a voicemail. So I don't answer my phone unless it's like my mom or dad. And I don't check voicemail. I also, this is me, by the way, this is all a theme of like the diet, the mental emotional diet I put myself on. It's like cleansing myself from so much information, so much pinging and in your face to me it's really important that i have like a clear mind as much as i possibly can not all this noise coming at me and this just it's so easy so simple i also don't use email (gasps) that really surprises a lot of people i don't use email i have an email i can't tell you how many people are like i emailed you you even got back to me like yeah because they don't use it what the only thing i use email for is like when i buy something like an online course and it has to be sent to my email with the password and stuff I don't use email. If you just stopped using email, because the problem is, is most people are in their inbox when they're not in Facebook. It's like Facebook and inbox. And then your inbox becomes your to-do list and it becomes a reactive to-do list. Oh, this, this email just come in. Oh, I guess I'll just work on this. I'll just reply. Oh, I'll just deal with this. Nope. 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 Maybe I'll go into my inbox like once every two weeks to just check. Is there anything 
that I should respond to? Yeah, here's one thing. But I don't use email. I don't work with anybody via email. And people here listening who have tried to email me, who know my email, who actually know my email, they know exactly what I'm talking about. You can't get a hold of me from my email. It doesn't work. This is just all in a theme of a mental diet just to keep as much noise out. There's just more effective ways for us to be in communication, especially because when most people write an email, it's like a novel. <laughs> we don't need a novel. I'd rather, and people are like, how do, how do you talk to people instead? How do you, how do you do it, right? Well, the people I'm gonna talk to, it's either like a text, a DM on Instagram, or like a private message, and then it's like, oh, we need to talk about this. We just jump on a call. Like, we come up with all this communication on the internet with like, it improves communication and connection. It's like, no, just talk on the phone or meet in person or get on a Zoom call or something and just talk. But I don't, I don't need a novel long email and then I need to go like write it back with like 20 other bullet points, you know, responding to each of your 20 bullet points. Like, hey, let's just hop on a quick call and just hammer this out. And yes, if we need something in writing, we can use something like an email or a contract, but no, email is, is a waste of, of time. Sorry guys. Okay, so I don't do that. Going into some of my other weird habits, I like to make my life as simple as possible. You know, I, I run a big company now. There's a lot of employees. There's a lot of things to do. And it's easy to get busy with life. So I have a personal assistant, which really helps with a lot of stuff. That's really cool. We won't, but we won't get into that. We could do another episode on what I have my personal assistant do. But anything that's like, I feel like most people spend most of their free time just doing life, like doing the stuff you got to do in life and like running errands. Like James doesn't run errands. I don't run errands. I don't do errands. Errands come to me. Okay. So that's our next set of weird habits. Amazon for everything. If I needed like deodorant, Amazon, boom. And in fact, if I can get like my assistant to just order it for me, fantastic. But then I do Amazon auto ship. Okay. Now I've had to compromise a little bit with my wife on this because she thought that was a pretty weird thing, but like toilet paper, paper towels, deodorant, toothpaste, it's all auto shipped. We also have those little dash buttons that Amazon does where you just press a button and it auto ships it for you. Like when you press the button, boom, it ships it. Okay. I don't go to supermarkets. I don't, I don't go to the mall. Oh man, I haven't been to the mall in like the longest time ever. That's crazy. Right. Why? Because I'm not going to drive 20, 30 minutes to go pick up something when it's like 20, 30 seconds to go order it or have it auto rebuild to me because my time is valuable. And that's one of the, the big distinctions that you're going to realize when people talk about what are the habits and the ways of beings and characteristics of successful entrepreneurs. They value their time. 20 minutes going somewhere and then being around a bunch of people and trying to find a parking spot and then waiting in a line and then 20 minutes back home. That is a waste of time. It's such a waste of time. I just like, I refused to waste my life doing that type of stuff. And today we have the tools, the technology, the apps, all that stuff to bring those stuff to you. Here's another example, Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix is amazing. I love Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix is a service that brings the clothes to you. I do not go shopping. I don't go shopping for clothes. No, every two weeks, a box with five items comes to my house. You guys have seen me. Sometimes I model the clothes for you over on Instagram. It comes out. I work with a personal stylist. We make little notes like more of this, less of that. I like this. Didn't like that. Five items. I go, yes, no, no, no. Yes. Send them back. And sometimes it's just one thing I like, but it's every two to three weeks. So I always have like everything I need and a plenty of wardrobe and I never have to go shopping. It's amazing. It's so convenient. So these are habits that have got me to like 
really cut out wasted time and energy of doing these little daily things. Even for food, I have like two go-to places in my neighborhood that are walking distance, like ready-made healthy meals. Boom. We've used a service also called Paleta, which is amazing. They basically send healthy cooked meals straight to your house. So I love these types of habits that you can create because they're habits that like they're doing the habit. You don't have to do any work. It shows up right there every morning. Actually, they drop it off at the late at night, the night before, and it's an entire day's worth of meals, planned, prepped, you know, already cooked, put them in the fridge, just throw them in the microwave or just eat them. I am cold. I don't really care. <laughs> just so much more about function and, and nutrition than just like, it's got to be a gourmet meal every, every meal today. But it's so convenient. I'm not waiting in line. I'm not spending an hour and a half at a restaurant waiting for a server and all that type of stuff. Boom, it's there. Again, I'm not saying you have to do all these things. These are things I do. These things that may be weird for you. But I'm looking for ways that I can cut out wasted time and energy. And it's a lot of mental energy of waiting and talking and all this stuff. You know, I'm also a big introvert. So everything's about efficiency for me. (laughs) How can I avoid peopling as much as possible? One of my habits I've talked about many times is I surf every day or rather I get in the water every day. I get in the ocean. Our office is right across the street from the beach. And so any chance I can, I jump in the water to go deeper with that. You know, surfing is like a workout. It's also like a very peaceful, mindful practice for me. It's also very healing to be in the salt water and to be in nature. So it's like a win, 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 win. It checks off so many boxes for me, which is just so awesome. But something else I do with my little surf routine is I like to set an intention before I jump in the water. A lot of times it's if I'm dealing with anything, a negative emotion or a thought or an issue or a problem, I set the intention that when I get into the water, it's just going to release it into the ocean and and clear it for me, which is really cool. Uh, Other times, if I have a question, something I'm like trying to solve, like a problem that I want to solve, I put the intention of having the answer, the clarity, the insight or the intuition come to me while I'm out there in the water by the time I come back out. And oftentimes it does. I get like a little download, a little hit. And so I'm always trying to, I'm, you know, I'm taking all these boxes off by going into the water, but oftentimes I do. That's another weird habit too, is I'm also, I'm always setting intentions for like intuitive hits and downloads and insights and, and just like these oh, nudges of inspiration. And I do some, I do stuff with these, you know, and first of all, I write them down right away. I have an app swipes where I just boom, put the info. A lot of times I get inspiration around my clients. So when you work with me at my inner circle level and my, with my team and my coaches, I'll like, they'll just pop into my mind and I'll be like, why am I thinking about this person right now? And then I'll have a message for them or I'll have an idea for them. And uh, in fact, I've had it, I've gone to them and I've said, Hey, this happens actually a lot. I have an idea for a product that you should do, or I have an idea for an, an angle or a message messaging angle or a new course that you should do. And I'm just like, hey, you know, this just came to me and I'm just, I got to pass it on to you. And I've had members of my mastermind take that idea and turn it into a million dollar product lines, which is really freaking cool. So I now know and teach myself today when anytime this idea, this inspiration comes in, don't ignore it. Don't be selfish and hold it to myself, share it. And so this is some really cool habits too, I guess. Getting into my crystal weird woo-woo stuff, I... I have a ton of crystals. I'm always buying crystals and I do a lot with the crystals. I have crystal grids set up. They have intentions. I have intentions for my clients, intentions for our business, intentions for my coaches, intentions for my team, intentions for our projects, intentions for our goals, crystals with functions where I'm putting the intentions into the crystals and they're holding the space, they're holding the energy, the frequency to align with that goal, that outcome, that experience, that result that we want. 
and I'm doing a lot with them. I meditate a lot with my crystals, a lot with my crystals where I'm just putting a message into them or asking for a message from the crystal. Um, so there's a lot of habits I'm doing with them. I also visualize a lot through the day when I just kind of ask myself like, what do I want? What am I going after? Why? I create a lot of mental imagery in my mind. Maybe it's me speaking on stage or having a coaching conversation or me here on this podcast, having information just like flow and come straight out from me easily and effortlessly. For those of you guys have been following me on the podcast or uh, on Instagram, excuse me, we're on the podcast right now. You know that I'm doing my video series right now. So I visualize a lot of how the videos are going to look, how it's the experience is going to look while we're filming and editing and I'm putting a lot of mental imagery into those visualizations and then really reinforcing that with a lot of high vibe emotional states of just feeling excited. Then I imagine what our audience, brand new audience viewers are gonna look like when they're watching these videos for the first time. I'm looking at their facial expressions and how they're just like blown away by it. I'm visualizing throughout the entire day as much as I possibly can. I kind of mentioned this earlier, but I'm meditating multiple times in the day, first thing in the morning before I go to bed. Sometimes I just, I, this is also weird for a guy to say, but whatever. I take a lot of baths. I take a bath like almost every night and I meditate in the bath. Yes, I light like candles and crystals and sage and put a bunch of you know salt in there, Epsom salt uh, and like oil, you know, like whatever. Yeah, oils. And I meditate in there. So I usually meditate when I go to the beach. So two to three times every single day. I also have a Kindle. Oh my gosh, I love my Kindle and I have so many books on there and I take it with me wherever I do end up going. I try to run as little errands as possible, but it's always with me. So I'm never waiting. I really have made a conscious effort today to have a habit instead of pulling out your phone when you're bored or you're in line. Like if we go to morning coffee, I pull out my Kindle instead. And I really make a concerted effort to do that. And I, I read about like six books at a time, which is really weird. I don't recommend that, but I just like to hop around and just, you know, cause I don't want to read a book too fast. Like I like reading like a chapter of a book and then sitting with it. And then, so I kind of just jump around. So I have different books that I'm reading at different times, but they're all on the Kindle. It's so convenient. So I don't have to carry like three books with me or six books with me. Right. Another habit is I'm buying courses all the time. While most people are like, oh, I'm coursed out and I've bought too many courses. I really lean into that. I mean, I love, love, love learning so much. And so I'm buying courses all the time, even if it's just like, oh, I just want to learn this one thing and how can we implement this? But I'm also buying courses for the team. So I'm giving them as much that I can uh, for them to keep learning and growing. And that's why we're growing so fast right now. That's why we, we're moving so fast is because they just keep learning new tactics, new strategies from others that spent years perfecting them. And then they just get better at doing their jobs. And that's one of the reasons it's a great strategy for anybody. Hint, hint, that's causing us to grow so fast. So there you go. I wanted to give a list of my weirdest things. I, I do a bunch of other weird things though, but those are kind of at the top that I wanted to share with you guys today on this episode. I do things like float tanks. I, I'm loving the float tanks. Oh, I think I've talked about it in the past, but highly recommend doing float tanks. I think Joe Rogan said on his podcast that like a float tank experience is like the closest thing to being on a hallucinogenic drug without actually taking drugs. You're in an isolation chamber, right? So you just like, you lose any sense of what's up, what's down, what's light, what's dark. And it can be, you know, pretty awesome because you kind of let go of the whole like 3D body experience and start to get access to a little bit more of who you really are. So flow tanks are awesome. I do a lot of my infrared sauna, which I'm now pairing with like cold water, you know, like the, whatever you call the 
plunge bath or whatever, which I just love from a health standpoint. The list goes on, but I wanted to share a couple with you in case it inspired you, in case it got you to go, oh, I want to try that. And that's really my homework to you is, was there just one habit, one weird thing that I do that you could say, yeah, I could get on board with that. Yeah, I could say no to email. Yeah, I could say no to TV or the news or something there and just try it on. What you may notice is most of my habits here are not about going and doing something, but it's about stop doing something. That's what I'm talking about with this like no hustle. Like everyone's trying to add and look at my morning routine. It takes me four hours to do and it's 157 things. Why? Why make it so hard? Why not make your habits and routines about what you stop doing, what you're not doing any longer? Why not make our lives more simple? When it's simple, we're more likely to succeed at it and do it. And that reinforces good feelings and, and self-esteem and confidence. And then we want to do more of that. Make it simple. And that's really like just a big message I always want to share. Like, I didn't get to where I got to by making my life complicated and saying, oh, look at all the things I do every day. I have this like, like million hour routine of all these ridiculous things that if you miss it up one day, it's like, oh, start over. No, I just make my life really simple. And I think you could do the same. Look at areas of your life that's not simple. Is that serving you? Probably not. Can you make it less complicated? Can you cut it out altogether? I hope you can. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope there was something interesting for you, something of value for you. I appreciate you tuning in. We got more amazing episodes coming your way. Per use, no big deal. More extraordinary guests, extraordinary entrepreneurs coming your way. So stay tuned and we'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Neuroscience tells us that your brain doesn't match your beliefs to fit your life. It matches your life to fit your beliefs. In other words, if you want to change your life, change your beliefs. Inside my newest book, Hardwired for Entrepreneurship, I reveal the real difference that makes the difference between the few high-performing entrepreneurs that go on to build multi-million dollar businesses that impact hundreds of thousands of people's lives versus the vast majority who struggle, burn out, break down, and inevitably give up. And the difference ain't in a funnel, launch strategy, or marketing hack. The difference comes down to what's going on between your ears. So are you wired for entrepreneurship? Grab your free copy to find out now. Just visit jameswedmore.com forward slash wired. There's no funnel, no pitch, no sale, nada. Just a good old fashioned read that's going to blow your mind.